Welcome to Disco Power Up, the podcast. I'm your host, Mae Chan, a business alignment coach and a community builder living in Oakland, California. I help values-led entrepreneurs align their businesses with their authentic selves to create more ease, peace, and revenue. As a person who spent decades growing healthy businesses, I love supporting other business leaders on similar journeys filled with courage, vision, heart, and creativity. Join me in celebrating more entrepreneurs leading with love. How's your morning going? Or did uh, go? It's, it's a little chaotic. I felt got up early um, to get a few things done that I was inspired to do that I should have gotten done over the weekend. Um, so I got off to a good productive start, but then things got a little chaotic pretty quickly. Just trying to juggle a lot of th- juggle a lot of things today. Um, it happens that that's kind of where my head has been too juggling a lot of things and I have learned to realize that a lot isn't always bad right it can be just right but still a lot to manage (laughs) yeah how is it for you is is the a lot um things that you want to be doing or does it feel like because what I'm saying is sometimes the what feels like chaos is um something saying this is too much (laughs) We need to to change. It's both things, you know. I mean, it's it's a lot of things that I need to really work on shifting or getting off my plate, and then there's a lot of things that are really important that I need and want to do. Um, yeah. It's trying to figure out in every moment which which is what which which is the thing which is the million million trillion priority should I put my energy to in this moment. That's yeah. really a lot, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, that's been, that's been, I know it's probably not a good mantra to say, but I have, you know, trillion billion things on my to-do list. But I feel I, I um, was putting, I, I say this every once in a while, the analogy, it's kind of like, I feel like I'm drinking from a fire hose sometimes with my to-do. Um, trying to figure out what to focus on in every moment is a real challenge for me. Yes, I can imagine. Um, and you are building a team. You yeah. have built a team right? Mm-hmm. to help take some of that fire hose off of your face and put it on theirs and be, make it not be a, a fire hose for any of you. Yes. Yes. So that is really good. And, um, but you know, and I recently hired and Exciting, so that the goal is for her to take a lot of plate, but we're still kind of in training mode, over mode, so it still feels like it's even more work at the moment. Yeah. Um, that'll start, I'll start feeling the benefit of that soon. Sure. Hopefully, you feel the benefit. I'm thinking just from peace of mind <laughs> that relief is coming. That's yeah. Peace of mind is, it has a weight on the scale, doesn't it? No, it's very, yes. Yeah. Um, Well, so I love to have our podcast conversation start with, tell us who you are and what you do and how you came to start your business. 
Okay. Well, um, my name is Lisa and my business is called New Insight Accounting. And uh, we do uh, bookkeeping for small businesses uh, using QuickBooks Online. Um, I have chosen to focus only on QuickBooks Online clients um, as a product because it just kind of helps things stay more simplified and um, for me and focus on being expert in one product and allows me to work remotely because right now I'm we're a hundred percent remote. Um, and we, I love to work with small businesses. Um, often a lot of women that have their own businesses, I tend to be drawn to, um, nonprofits or, you know, businesses that do good things in the world. I like to say, which, you know, could be a lot of different things, but I, when I chose accounting a long time ago, I used to say, um, one thing that's great about accounting is that I, every single business and industry needs an accountant. And so I can choose, you know, accounting per se is not that exciting, but um, I like to, I kind of prefer to be behind the scenes. So I like to choose who I work with and the type of industry I work in that excites me and I can help that way. Um, so. mm -hmm. It's true. You're a required part of every business engine yeah. required element. And the nice thing is that I happen to do like ex uh, accounting and it excites me. And a lot of people laugh sometimes when I do get excited about the mundane things about accounting. <laughs> so, you know, you need people to make the world go around. So I love being able to help small, you know, business owners focus on their accounting because they usually don't like doing that kind of work. And I, I do. Gonna say, I was just going to say, I have not ever met a small business owner who loved their accounting as part of it. And I think it's just a, just a different mind way, like the way each of our minds are tickled, right? Like and the people who found businesses are like, can I just stay in the clouds? Which is kind of, I was going to tell you like the, the many things going on, the too much for me is like, it's, it's the up here kind of too much mm -hmm. and then get into the grounding where yours is like so much grounding. It's such a great superpower. And I, yet uh, it grounds me and I, I like doing that. Um, and I find that a lot of, you know, there are clients, a lot of them hate doing it. And so I can take it off their shoulders and give them peace of mind, like we we're just talking about. And, um, and then there's a lot of clients that actually kind of enjoy doing it. And so I enjoy just coaching them and teaching them and supporting them and looking over their shoulder while they learn to do it themselves. So, um, kind of, or everything in between. Um, but to kind of finish your question. Yes, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, I was majored in accounting in um, college I, and I had a, my CPA. So uh, right out of college, I worked at a Ernst & Young, a large uh, public accounting firm and did auditing. And then I worked in some large um, corporations doing internal uh, accounting in the finance department. And then I quit when I had kids and I enjoyed being a stay at home mom for 10 years. And so when it, came time to go back to work part-time when my kids went to school i just couldn't imagine going back and working in a big corporate environment again because the accounting accounting departments used you know tend to be very high demand and lots of overtime and and stuff and i wanted to you know have my priority be on my family um and so i was and actually then 
at the same time, my husband passed away. So all of a sudden I was the primary breadwinner. Mm. Really learned about what to do. And I just kind of stumbled upon a friend of mine said, you know, I have this nonprofit that needs help with bookkeeping. Like, okay. So I taught myself QuickBooks and I learned how to work with a small business instead of large corporations. And that was a learning curve. And I found that I really loved it. And um, I, I got a lot more fulfillment with helping, you know, small businesses, business owners, rather than the corporations. And also it allowed me the perfect flexibility to be able to work my own hours and ramp up slowly. So it was really great. I gradually ramped up. And um, as my kids got older, I could put more and more hours, you know, for a while I was very part time. And I gradually just took on more clients as I had time. And flash forward, it's been um, I feel like 12 years, I think, or more, 12 or 14 years. And now I have about 60 clients and four staff. Um, and I have a full, you know, and I work too much. And now here's the ironic thing, which poses the challenge that I'm in is, um, I have too much, you know, I took on a little bit too much and I, and I, I'm grateful that, you know, the referrals come to me pretty easily. Uh, hard to say no, because I always really get inspired to want to help people when they, when they come to me, but I'm finding myself doing exactly what I set out not to do, which is working too much and let my business take over instead of making my family a priority. I'm lucky that my kids are now in college, so I have the time, but mm. balanced. Um, but I've done a good job holding that context for my team uh, because all four of my staff right now are moms that um, want to have flexible schedules. And I do a really good job honoring that for them, <laughs> but I'm not doing a very good job honoring that for myself. So mm. the current challenge is, okay, I have, and I kind of grew into this and I was never being an accountant's mind. I always wanted just a paycheck. I used to love just working for a big business. So I surprised myself. I never ever thought I'd be in the position to be an entrepreneur and a business owner. I never set out to really do that. And yeah. it calls on skills that don't come naturally to me. Um, so I, and I still really enjoy doing the books and doing the client work. And so I kind of grew without building the infrastructure like an entrepreneur might when they set out to build a company, you know? So now I'm kind of backing up and, okay, I have plenty of work. Now I need to slow down and kind of build systems and a team that I can delegate more effectively to um, and, you know, work on that kind of stuff. So that's, that's where I'm at and I've been, doing a lot of work trying to get there. But again, my struggle is I'm drinking out of a fire hole and fire hose, and it's always hard to figure out which priority do I focus on in every moment. Yes. So um, my thinking just now is congratulations on building a team because that going from solo to building a team is usually a really big mental leap, right? Just like how you work and how you how you work as a solo and how you have to um like the way you said it i loved how you said it like you really honor 
the momness of your people, right? Yeah. And and that's really a privilege, I think, as a leader, right? You've become a leader of people, and it it calls on a different part of you. So, mm-hmm. bravo, celebrate yeah. that. Um, and I was thinking about how um, you still have too much. So, so what I often, um, I often just ask is like, what is the team like job description that would relieve that for you now? Is that, can you think of like, if I had one more person, what would it be? Well, like I said, I, I think all my hires on, up until my most recent were just, you know, staff bookkeepers to help me take on a lot of the work. Um, and my mindset was, I still, I realized I still was operating like a solopreneur and they were helping me and I need to shift to, okay, well, we're a firm now and we're all working together to help the clients. And so I'm working on kind of pushing more responsibility onto my staff so I can get out of the way a little bit more without jeopardizing, uh, you know, the quality of, of, you know, of our work and the fact that they chose me, you know, um, but I'm finding that I can be, my goal is to be more available to my clients when I'm not so bogged down. Yes. Uh, So that's kind of my challenge. But then I finally, hired my first admin person, like I mentioned, um, never thought part of it is like the deserving thing, you know, like I'm so small, I don't deserve to have an admin to help me. Um, But it kind of got to that point where I realized, okay, it's time. So like I mentioned at the beginning, we're still in training mode. She's been with me for a couple weeks now, I think. Um, yeah almost a month and so we're kind of in training mode but she's going to help take over a lot of the administrative functions so that it can kind of come off my plate and i can focus on more of the higher level stuff yes i bet there isn't much of that admin stuff that really delights you (laughs) yeah i mean i do like it all but it's harder for me so like you know, my default is if I could choose what to do, I usually often will just choose, just leave me alone and let me work my client's books. You know, that actually still (laughs) makes me happy. So doing the, you know, building the systems and the marketing and um, just some of the admin taking care of the firm, the health of the firm, doing my own stuff is, it's harder for me. It's draining for me and it takes more, energy so um i find that that's what i i put on the back burner so your new person is gonna take some of that the the uh health of the firm yes pieces so i look yeah um and then even just um i still get stuck in the oh i should probably train one of my staff people to take this over for me but mm, it'll just be quicker for me to do it in this moment or, Oh, it's going to be too hard to explain it to them or they don't have time either. Uh, I think I should just do it myself. So 
that's the trap I fall into is, you know, how can I keep delegating more so I can empower my staff to take on more um, of the client work. And it, yeah. cause it, a lot of time and effort to train, you know, so that was goes yeah. to my, I don't have time. They don't have time. It's too hard to explain. Oh, it's just quicker to do it myself. Um, I like to do it. That's the other thing. Like I said, since I still like to do the work, well, I still like to do it. So I don't really want to give it up. Um, mm -hmm. um, and it's like finding the right balance in my schedule, you know, and I'm also trying to work on time blocking, you know, building in time that I still have my hands in doing the work I enjoy, um, but only a certain amount, and then building in time that I can have calls with my clients, so I have more time for that, um, and then teaching and just trying to figure out what the right balance is so I'm hitting all of the, those points every week. But mm -hmm. I think my challenge is while I'm trying to get there, uh, it feels more. So how do I manage my time in this moment while it's all still there? The develop, you know, spending the time on developing where I want to go, but still having everything on still now. And I offer, I, I would still go back to the thing you uh, said in earlier is, um, I'm so small, do I really deserve help? <laughs> I think that's, that's a really central key. I'm glad you said it. And I think if you just like spend time in that space, I mean, A, is it true? You're so small, you don't deserve help. I, that's a, to me, not objectively true. Yeah. I think you said 60 clients. Yeah, I don't think it's true anymore, but for a long time I did feel that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that might still be the story when you say, no, that's okay, I'll just do it myself, right? I mean, you, you already feel the, the in your face <laughs> and you're like, no, that's okay, I'll just do it my, you know what I mean? Like, why? what is the story that keeps you, that makes that sound better? Like, no, I'm, I can handle the fire hose a little longer. I would just say, you don't need to. And on the other side, you also used a great other word with your staff, empowering them, right? Is it, I think, deciding that it is for them also for you to share these duties, these, these pieces of responsibility. Yeah, I get that too. And I see how each one is a little bit different in terms of how much they want and, you know, what their capacity is and their interest is. Um, but I, a lot of it, I think for a while held me back. What held me back is guilt for my clients thinking, well, my clients hired me. I'd feel guilty if I got to them, to somebody else, you know, mm -hmm. I've been gradually, you know, as I gradually think more, well, we're a team, they're hiring new insight accounting, not Lisa. Um, so it's easier with my newer clients that don't know any different. Um, but I am finding that when I finally bridge the gap and like tell a client, you know, so-and-so is going to be working on your books too. They're going to help you and you'll get, you'll have more people to support. You know, it's, I, I get pushed back every once in a while actually, but um, every usually like, great, you know, fine. Uh, yeah. 
and yeah, they, it's just investing the time, reminding myself, and I have a list of, okay, here are the things that I probably should delegate, give to somebody else. Okay. And it's really baby steps. Like, okay, this week I could feel good about, okay, I did teach, you know, somebody something new and they can now own that. Um, so I am gradually seeing that it's beneficial for everybody and helpful, but it's been slow going to get me there. <laughs> and yeah. now, now that I get it, it's slow going to have the time to happen. So I feel like transition mode for quite a while, which gets frustrating. Yeah. So um, I would uh, just ask how you, when you call in a new client or when you talk to your client, what's the pronoun you use? I or we? That's one sort of easy. Yeah. Lots of times, for sure, for a long time, I'd say I. Yeah, I'm gradually shifting to the we, depending on the situation. It's easier sometimes than others. I think it'll be a decision just to say it's always we. It's always everything is we because partly they are, they're hold, I mean, you are a web, right? They're not under you, they are with you. You are all holding this thing up together. And if that can feel safe to say that and, and own that, then then it will feel more and more true, yeah. I think. It's also interesting, you know, being remote. You know, it's great that we're 100% remote and we were a good amount remote, remote before COVID. So it was really easy to pivot to be 100% remote because I used to go out to clients. Yeah, my, old, my original model was I used to go out to client sites and work on their computer in their office, which had a lot of wonderful benefits to doing that but I couldn't grow you know I got to a point where there was only so many hours in a day I could have I couldn't yeah. I couldn't take on any more work or clients and I couldn't take on any staff because there was no room to bring a staff person with me mm -hmm. um, you know my clients didn't want to pay double and or there's nowhere to sit or you know whatever reason right. um, but that's why going remote really did allow me to start growing in a different way and have team. Um, and it's been, a, you know, it's a challenge to how do we feel like a team when we're all working from home remotely. So mm. we, so I've done a pretty good job with that. You know, we use Slack all day long and we do a lot of video catch ups and have check in calls and team calls every once in a while to try to foster the connection um, mm. but challenge sometimes not being in the same office every day together mm -hmm. yeah i bet that was um part of what you really enjoyed right the in-personness with clients and with now team i mean if you you haven't had team in person but if you are a person who enjoyed in person with clients maybe that can be something that gets to come back in some way some mm. other form yeah, there's pros and cons to it. You know, I love, I like the variety. I liked the variety of it. And I love the, the connection relationship clients that, um, uh, you know, allowed for a lot of things. And there was back in the day, I did have one, when I only had one staff person, she would come and work on my dining room table with me <laughs> um, once a week or so as we transitioned.
but also again i i actually am very content being at home and it allows me to help a lot of different people in a different way and work on my own schedule and it's not as limiting you know it's a lot more time consuming to go on site so it's more efficient client too that you mm. know for as many hours sitting around the office either mm -hmm. so. um, i'm wanting to circle back to um the original challenge you named was I think having too much to do and being in this in between of um, you've got this, some systems in place to change that, but really um, it sounds like it's still hard um, to take the time to keep the, the transition, right. To keep it going. What do you think would make it um, so say like it's the end of June, is it possible to make the transition kind of end in 30 days? Is that possible? What would it take? Um, no, I mean, unless somebody has suggested that once, maybe I just shut the door for a week and just do it all. But I just have so much client work and deadlines. I don't see it happening. So the only- Oh, I don't mean that you for finish everything on your list. I mean, you finish the transition. No, like, but- I hand it off. Uh, it's still surprisingly hard for me. It's interesting. I, even though I've learned a lot of tools, like I kind of know what I need to do and where I need to get there and I get it. And it's interesting to watch how resistant I still am to do it. Um, taking baby steps. So part of it is I think my fear and resistance and then part of it is just my lack of time. You know, I don't feel like I have time to really go for it. Mm -hmm. All these so this is the coaching work that I do with clients. When we look at the fear and resistance, it is sort of why you don't have time, right? Like it. That's, I know that's my mantra. That's not a healthy mantra to have. Yeah. Yeah. So what I love, I, I've said this in our, in our meetings together, right? Have a, have a talk, hold hands with the, the you who loves you, the boss, Lisa, and have a talk about what is the fear? What is the, um, I don't have time really. I don't think it's true. You don't have time because this whole thing is so you'll have more time, right? You know that this is the whole big picture arc of what you're doing. So you'll have more time. So, so just like really take a look at the fears. What's, what's the, what if, I mean, can you give me a, what if, like if I were to, to let go of everything by, by um, end of July, that's too soon because, or whatever the, the sentence is, but just try that on. Is there something that comes up for you? Um, well, one answer would be, I don't know if I have the staff that has the time or expertise to take on everything that I should delegate. Mm. Um, Another thing would be, well, do I let go of some work and I'm not willing, I haven't been willing to let go of any clients I have or any commitments that I've already had. I haven't been willing to do that. Um, 
So I guess I haven't found what is that magic bullet that would allow me to make this happen so quickly. Mm. Um, if, if the answer is, you know, training my staff, it's going to take a little while um, or figuring out how to shift things so that they have more time or if, is the answer, hi, I'm, I actually do need to hire somebody else. And that's a whole process in itself that absolutely can't happen in a month because um, it took a couple of months to find my new admin person, which is great so far. But again, that's the transition. So it seems like it's, it's quite a few months process if I do decide, well, the answer is I still need another person. Um, so I guess those are some of the reasons I don't think it could happen too fast. And then mm -hmm. I limited with time if I am wanting to stay, keep staying on connected to the priorities I or my commitments I already do have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's a bit of a tangle. But I think I mean, chicken egg, right, a little bit of the and I can see where that could keep you sort of in the almost like like yes no yes no yes no <laughs> and that that can be hard it can be kind of an energy drain i would in this case um if i can offer just just assume that you have hired the right people because i trust you i trust your opinion you brought these people in because there's something that you saw that works i don't think that's if that's not the issue, if it's mainly about your own decision to let go of fear, what would it look like? Yeah, well, no, staff is awesome. You know, they're great, but you know, one person is limited on time. She, she's actually, she's better than me. She's good at her boundaries and she don't have time for this. <laughs> you know, I have enough on my plate as it is. So she's, She's really committed to her part-time hours, which is great. And so I yeah. honor that she doesn't really have much room to take more on. I'm trying to gradually teach her some more things so she could just take a little bit more ownership and little things here and there that doesn't, you know, take that much more time mm -hmm. process. Um, and then, you know, then I think in general, some of them don't have the experience in some of the troubleshooting that I do that takes some of the time. So again, it's like committing, honoring, committing to the time to work with them on mm -hmm. that, that experience. Mm -hmm. um, and, but then, you know, honoring when they're going to be maxed out too. Yes, absolutely. I love that you're holding that first. I would love if you held that for you at least as highly as you held it for them. Yeah. Yeah, this is the way we grow places of, uh, I've been saying it on Instagram this way, that you are here to bring your light. And I think your new insight accounting is bringing light to so many companies that are doing great things. Mm -hmm. And yet the way you do that starts with you bringing light to yourself like being a leader that's high capacity because you're not depleted and you modeling that first even as much as you are you know holding for your your staff and once it starts with you everything gets to um I, Here's, here's my conviction is that when you hold that for yourself, there are ways for the implications to 
roll all the way through your firm. Um, but it, it will take some renegotiating of everything. <laughs> the agreements you've made in the past, you know, what is available. I love, I mean, maybe you could even just learn from your person who says, I have good boundaries. This is what this looks like. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and just, just even spend time in a, I'm a big fan of journaling this, this thing where you talk to yourself about what am I really afraid of? You know, here's what I need for me today. And then right away the fears come up, right? I can't do that because, and then you just talk to those. Are those really true? What would it take for me to do that today? What would it take for me to offload these urgent things or even one urgent thing more wholly than I have before? That's the, that's the, the you loving yourself, I think, choosing mm -hmm. yourself and um, saying, I do, what if I do deserve this? What if I do deserve this? And what if the thing I'm afraid of isn't going to happen? Then what? Then what's, what's available? Then what would I do? Mm -hmm. And just try it. Move forward. It's a transition. It's helpful. I try. You know, this weekend I 